0: As Arkansas State's Butch Jones on the hot seat, it's Locked on Sunbelt. You are Locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt Your Team Every Day. I'm your host Dave Schultz. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of 5 antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's j a s e medical.com. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt Your Team Every Day. We have Jeremy Harper. He is one of the hosts from the uh, Fun Belt PC, the Fun Belt podcast. And we're talking as if Butch Jones is on the hot seat. I do want to say up front, I am not advocating that anybody gets fired. All right, In 10 years of doing sports talk, that is not my thing. Uh, Mostly because I don't want people saying I should be fired. So, (laughs) you know, uh, nonetheless, it doesn't change the fact that Butch Jones so far, coming into the season five and 19, a couple of blowout losses to Oklahoma and Memphis. He does have Stony Brook coming in. So we talk about what the state of the program was when Butch took over. What did Blake Anderson do with it? How did he leave it? You know, the recruiting that Butch has done, what he wants to do on the field, uh, and and moving forward and such. So let's bring in uh, Jeremy Harper from Fun Belt PC. He is locked on Sun Belt. Dave Schultz back on another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Appreciate Jeremy Harper hopping on by A State Fan Rules. Uh, also, with the uh, Fun Belt uh, podcast, uh, you know, talking A State and Monroe uh, and JMU. Uh, let's talk a little Arkansas State because it has been a slow start. They've been outscored. What I mean, what is it? Is it a, a 110 to three? No, 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 no. It's
1: more like. Yeah, I think it is 110
0: to three. and and I wasn't sure if you were serious that they chart, you know, high fives and chest bumps because they haven't been able to chart any touchdowns yet. Uh, So let's back it up before we dive into where we are now with Arkansas State. Because Blake Anderson had this program rolling, right? They were the top dog, either them or uh, the Cajuns were the top dog on this side of, of the conference. And then obviously Blake had the tragedy with his wife and, you know, priorities to his family and then ended up leaving. So where was the program when, when Butch Jones took it over?
1: All right. Well, there is, there is like this, this, uh, I don't want to say it's a misconception, but there is a conception that Arkansas state was rolling, uh, in the time of Blake Anderson. But if you look at Blake Anderson's years, he was rolling about the first two years he was there uh, and then the recruiting got to the point where slowly but surely Arkansas State was recruiting a bunch of raw athletes and not really recruiting up to the standards of the Sun Belt, of which the Sun Belt had set its own pace, right? They, they, right. He, they, in a way, he was recru- recruiting for the old Sun Belt. Get a bunch of fast guys, some athletes. They didn't necessarily have to be skilled players as long as they were quick. Uh, He can mold them into something that resembled a football team. As long as he could score a lot of points, things were fine. Well, the Sunbelt was actually maturing as Blake Anderson and his staff was still doing that. So I remember Coastal Carolina came back when Coastal Carolina just started getting good. And those guys were huge on the field. The tight end was huge. The the linemen were massive. And I was like, where are these guys coming from? And every team that played well was huge in the middle, except for Arkansas State. Uh, I think that's where, you know, you mentioned Blake Anderson's uh, wife and Wendy. Wendy was a wonderful person. Uh, They had a wonderful marriage, but she had been sick for many, many years, uh, five or six years dealing with breast cancer. I don't think the football team may have always been top of mind. And and deservedly so for Blake Anderson. So they were he was always complaining about not being able to, to fill rosters and that's fine. But when Butch Jones came on the scene about three years ago, he came in the locker room and decided that there just wasn't enough top tier college level talent in the locker room. So he came in with the understanding with the top brass that, listen, it's going to take a while to get this team back. If we want to compete with the Coastal Carolinas and at the time, Louisiana and now JMU and Appalachian State and South Alabama and all these teams that are recruiting guys that not only just fast, but big and fast and NFL quality guys, you're doing it's going to take a little bit of time. And that's kind of where we are right now.
0: All right, so at least by twenty four seven rankings, he has started to do that. Take it for what it's worth, right? Yeah. Uh, Arkansas State, and this is in his technically is I wouldn't even consider it his first class because he had just gotten the job right before twenty twenty two, but technically that is his first class. And then that was a second that was second ranked in twenty four seven. He has the number one class in twenty twenty three. All right, I haven't even looked what twenty twenty four is, but they're not on campus yet. So, but the thing is, we we get these things and and it doesn't translate sometimes because well they get these great recruiting classes and then you bring it on the field and like, well, all right. They're freshmen and sophomores, right? <laughs> how many how many freshmen are playing? Now they may be better than the guys that were there, God forbid, yeah. but still they're 18-year-old kids playing against I mean there's like a 27-year-old wide receiver for Texas State or something, something like that in the conference. With the COVID year, you have a bunch of 24- and 25-year-old men playing what could be against really young kids. So it, it's not fair to Butch Jones because as much as the recruits have been on campus, they, they haven't been able to contribute yet because they're still inexperienced and young. I presume the 22 class is contributing this year because now this, this is their second year.
1: Oh, absolutely. There are actually a lot of guys uh, from the 22 class that have risen up with starting roles, making big contributions. Heck, We've got some freshmen this year that have to make some contributions. But that's not to say that you have to let Butch Jones off the hook. There's a lot of programs out there that deal with a young roster and they find some way, creative ways to win. One thing that uh, Butch Jones and his staff are, they, they seem to be very stubborn you know, they want to play football a certain way. They want to play a tough up the middle. You know, they want to be able to just sort of power through people and they just don't have those guys yet. So I think one criticism that you can fairly level, uh, levy to Butch Jones and his staff is that there seems to be a lack of adaptability, you know, taking the people that you have and saying, okay, if for instance, against Memphis, uh, they uncorked a, a, a flea-flicker trick play that was really the most effective play that they had the entire game. It was exciting. It got the fans going. It was like, all right, we got things going. Then it was running up the middle again and a and a fumble on a two-yard run that killed everything. And it's just one of those things where you're like, listen, you're going... It, one thing that Blake Anderson did understand is that if you're going to play in this league where everybody's getting bigger and faster, you're going to have to out... Uh, clever your opponents and that's really not you know butch jones's style he just wants to play classic football and he doesn't really seem to want to try to find just interesting play calling that will get the offense moving
0: all right let's take a time out when we come back and continue our discussion with jeremy harper we'll talk about the coaches who have done well very early on the john someralds the kane wamex and he even mentions gj kinney who's coached all of two ballgames in uh, the Sun Belt, Let me tell you a little bit about Jace Medical. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is fill out a simple online form, and in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of our board-certified physicians. Get ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment-related questions. Doctor created, doctor recommended. Don't be caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Jace handles everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Jace Medical is simple. You go online, fill out a form, and then you get your prescription, life-saving medications, right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to the medication in emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical dot com. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's continue our conversation with Jeremy Harper from the Funbelt PC talking about the pressure that the new coaches in the Sunbelt have had some success. And now what does that mean for Butch Jones? Hmm. All right. We're talking with Jeremy Harper on lockdown Sunbelt. There is, uh, we're talking about Butch Jones and being on the hot seat for Arkansas state. So there is some pressure, right? When, when a John Summerall comes in there and wins a championship in his first year, you know, the Arkansas state brass got to be going, what's going on, Butch. Um, Then you have same thing with, well, not the same thing, but, uh, you got Kay Womack over at South Alabama, <clears throat> you know, gets a five win team, although loses down the stretch, then turns that into a 10 win team, you know, and, and Butch Jones is staring at five and 19 coming into the season. Now five and 21, they're going to be saying what's going on. And so, you know, the, I mean, I know the cupboard was pretty much bare. He, I, in turn, in two years, uh, he, Kay Womack has turned that, uh, that system over with the, with all the transfers. That's the thing. There is no four or five year plan anymore. You can bring in a lot of guys via the transfer portal. And that's what you know South Alabama has done. And it you doesn't know, appear tr- at Arkansas State has. Yeah, well, not just South Alabama.
1: Not just South Alabama, too. Texas State has done yeah, uh, a right, remarkably right. interesting job. You know, yeah. you know, under Spavital it didn't quite work out. Under JG Kinney, it seems to be working out. It seems to be the new way to build a team. Uh, I think people are criticizing Dabo Sweeney and Clemson because he's just kind of refusing to dip in that tra- transfer portal and pick out the, the the good the good players that he can pick out because he just wants to build a team the old-fashioned way. And Butch Jones is that way, too. He's been adamant about, I'm going to build this team with high school guys and we're going to start year one and get down to, up to year four and build that team now that may be an outdated antiquated way to build a team now i mean you see gj kenny and what he's doing and you see some of the south alabama has done the same thing i mean these teams sort of kind of embrace this new paradigm of team building and these coaches are going to have to do it if arkansas state's going to be successful the fans and the coaching staff and everyone around it's going to have to say okay we're just going to have to buy into this style of or the style that butch jones has chosen to do and let's go through the high school ranks but yeah you look at a team like james madison the, they came out of fcs and instantly found success so why can't i mean they essentially took a bunch of fcs players and turned them into fbs players so there there's a lot to be said for say looking around the league and going why can't this hap- happen at arkansas state and a lot of fans are saying that
0: Talking to Jeremy Harper, uh, A-State Fan Rules, part of Fun Belt Podcast, Fun Belt PC, uh, which is the Fun Belt Podcast. What is it? JMU, ULM, and Arkansas State. That is an interesting trifecta.
1: (laughs) Oh, you mean the co-host. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it was one of those things where uh, Dusty Thibodeau said, man, I really want to start a podcast. Do you want to get in on that? I said, Sure. Uh, we started with Ben Moore, who was a uh, uh, who covers Georgia State. Right, and then he had to kind of back out, and, and and we picked up Shane Metlin, who covers JMU, which was great because JMU was just cooking at, at in the Sun Belt at the time. So yeah, it's a weird mix, but I'm the only guy on the set whose team is zero and two, Dave. It's kind
0: of well, everybody else well, is 2-0. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that. I mean, uh, there's a little bit of pressure playing Stony Brook, can't. Yeah, lose to Stony Brook. Uh, I mean,
1: that's you know, David. That's a good thing. Good thing to mention. You know, you, you kind of look ahead at Stony Brook. They're zero and two. They're they're kind of like the FCS mirror of Arkansas State, just struggling, not finding wins, having trouble scoring. But yeah, you lose to a Stony Brook, and I don't know. Maybe all bets are off. Like I keep telling people, Butch isn't on the hot seat. Uh, he got the contract extension. Arkansas State isn't exactly rolling in money. Right, uh, they can't afford the buyout. And quite frankly, a lot of people within the system have bought into this idea is that we've got to build this team. I don't know if the fans <laughs> will sell for that or not, but yeah, I don't think he's on a hot seat. You lose to Stony Brook, might not have any choice but to put him on a hot seat.
0: Well, I. I'm a big win and move on guy, right? And especially, I know this is a home game, but I'm, you know, in college football, it doesn't matter how pretty it is, as long as you win, move on, good yeah. enough, right? Especially in the NFL, but in college football, same thing. Um, however, though, there are times when it needs to look like a Monet compared to a Picasso. It better look good uh, and, and not very abstract. Yeah. And you know, if if Arkansas State wins thirty five to three. That's great. If they have a win and move on game where they win 35-31, you know, we're going to turn it up to simmer. We're going to get to the medium on the hot yeah. seat. The hot seat's going to come on if he's struggling. Say he comes from behind and wins and it's a thrilling victory. Yay! And then you're like, "Well, hold on. We just had a thrilling victory against Stony Brook. What are we going to do against Troy South Alabama, the Cajuns, Texas State?" By the way, Jeremy, Monroe is 2 and 0. I know. I'm a little worried about Monroe. They're coming up. I think we we beat them like 12 years in
1: a row now, but that might have to come to an. End. I tell you what, though, it seems like the Sun Belt this year, Dave, has had trouble with their FCS opponents all year. The at least these first two weeks, it seems like. I think only Georgia Southern has kind of put their FCS opponent uh, opponent away. Everybody else from Troy to uh, uh, South or uh, uh, Georgia well, Southern true, to Marshall. All these teams that are supposed to be, you know, pretty good. South Alabama too, really have, have had trouble putting away those FCS opponents. I kind of jinxed. I think I jinxed everybody when I said that the Sun Belt doesn't lose to the FCS, which is kind of a joke because we actually have a horrible record in the past for losing to the FCS. But uh, it's it's to the point where now it's on Butch Jones to beat his FCS opponent. And Stony Brook, and they're 0-2, and they won lost nine games last year. And if you lose or keep it close, you know what, Dave? I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. If we keep it close to Stony Brook, I think people will actually be happy to get the win. Because <laughs> we haven't seen a touchdown all year. If we could just get a touchdown, I think people will be like,
0: that's a success. Let's build on that. The whole crowd's going to go onto the field and do uh, t- push-ups with the mascot if they score a touchdown. Dave, let uh-huh. me tell you something. When I
1: first got to Arkansas State, it was in 1992, and that was the year Arkansas State first got in what we call FBS, right? Uh, a guy named uh, – oh, I forget the coach's name suddenly. But we, the Arkansas State didn't score a point, not a field goal, not a safety, not a touchdown until week four of the season. And oh I, I happened to be there for that. It was at uh, Arkansas State. It was like against Southern Illinois – and the scoreboard lit up. We finally scored. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had missed those times. But we're back. So uh, I, I, I hope that when when we do finally cross that goal line, maybe we'll get a similar message.
0: All right, let's take one more time out. Uh, we'll continue with Jeremy Harper talking. Is, it, is Butch Jones from Arkansas State on the hot seat? Talks about the kind of offense that Butch Jones is trying to build at Arkansas State, which seems to be the opposite of what Uh, The Sunbelt has been recently, although Jeremy seems to disagree with my contention. Let me tell you about Game Time. Great place to get your tickets for any kind of events that you may need. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have. What are some of the things you'll like about the Game Time app experience? Flash deals and last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buying tickets for every kind of event in your area. Image of the seat views and lowest price guarantee. Event cancellation protection and job loss protection. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and rope for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account. And use code College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code College for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Well, let's wrap things up with Jeremy Harper from Fun Belt PC, the Fun Belt Podcast. Uh, we're talking about the kind of offense that. Butch Jones is trying to run. Seems like he's not moving forward and uh, wants to run uh, old-school offense up there in Jonesboro. Jeremy Harper on Lockdown Sunbelt. Well, it is interesting. I want to talk to you about Butch Jones. He's And we're talking to uh, Jeremy Harper from Funbelt, a PC Funbelt podcast uh, at A-State rule, a state Fan Rules. Uh, we're talking about Butch Jones on the hot seat. Is he really coming into the Sunbelt trying to play three yards on a cloud of dust? I, I mean doesn't he know the nickname is the fun bell right? you don't like Troy is the an anomaly, and I can't believe yeah. I pronounced that word correctly. I'm not even gonna try again. All right, winning go. ball games like 10-6, right? That just doesn't happen. So it's more along the lines that like, Troy's got to get their act together because they've given up, they gave up 30 points one time last year. Now they've given up 30 points at least 30 or more points twice this season. Uh you gotta come into the Sunbelt thinking you gotta score like. Four or five touchdowns a game just to be in the game? What What's he thinking?
1: Well, you know what? I used to think that about the Sun melt too. In fact, I wrote an article that uh, in 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 the public page I published in uh, how it wasn't really any like I, I, it was after the uh, Troy South Alabama game that Thursday night game that I think ended in the six then six yeah. yep. and it was just a battle of defense. It was a battle of trenches. And when you see teams like Appalachian State and JMU and uh, maybe not Louisiana now, but a couple of years ago, it's come to the point where it's no longer fun and gun. Let's just focus on offense. All the athletes are on offense and the leftovers are on defense. You look at ULM now under Terry Bowden, they're winning games by defense. Now, are they legit? I don't know. know. They played a down army team in Lamar. But that's how they won last year. They're they're smattering of games, and that's how they're winning this year. It used to be, you know, you would beat ULM like, I don't know, 68 to 54 or whatever. I mean, you had to outpace them. Now you got to beat them in the trenches. I don't know if the fun belt is as much fun as it used to be. I think it's now a little bit the teams that win are the teams that are strong in the middle and not necessarily teams that uh, can do the air raid.
0: Yeah so, yeah, so I don't know about the array because <laughs> That's right. well, well, because you know, covering the teams that I have, the Cajuns and South Alabama, you know, everybody wanted to run right. I showed up, and it was Alonzo Harris and Eli McGuire, and Tams Broadway was the quarterback, right? So they're yeah. just running the football, and Broadway's complimentary. Right, I don't and want
1: then to you hear get Levi about McGuire <laughs> gives me nightmares. I still think about that guy.
0: There you go. <laughs> and then and then you come here and, and then Napier comes in and he's got one of the great college, you know, football quarterbacks, Levi Lewis. I don't think they turned the ball over like the last nine games of the season yeah. or something like that. He just was the perfect game manager. I'll make a play when I have to, but other than that, I'm handing it off to Trey Regis, Raymond Clay Jr., Eli Mitchell. You know wow. these guys are in the NFL, right? And so, I, so that I understand that they want to run, but they, you know, run it and really well. You know, a lot of times with those Cajuns' offensive lines, you know, no one was being touched until like seven yeah. yards down, down, downfield. But you know that that Troy South Alabama game that was more. Troy's defense was really good. Yeah. But Troy's offense was really bad. Uh, Jared <laughs> Dagey, Jared yeah. Dage had no had, was had could do nothing, and and actually it was Gunnar Watson who came in cold and throws a big third down conversion. And in that ball game, South Alabama, Troy's defense was really good, and, and you know South Alabama's defense was good as well. But no, that more along the lines. These these teams are scoring. Put JMU 36 against uh, Virginia. Wow. Um, you know this week. If Wisconsin isn't careful and Wake isn't careful, and for that fact of the matter, Oklahoma State isn't careful, you know those teams will go. Those teams will go down. I like, by the way, I, you know, I'm, you know, uh, our little betting app. I'm a big fan of taking all those teams uh, because they're all underdogs, and uh, one is going to win.
1: <laughs> uh, you know what? I think that's I think that's sound advice, uh, sound wagering advice. If you wager, which you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend that.
0: Well, here are <laughs> legal, so I can't. <laughs> and we got, and we got FanDuel them. here. And we got FanDuel them. here on lockdown. Uh, on All right.
1: I do love betting some, but I will say that one thing about that Wisconsin game, I think that is a good chance that Davis Brin and the Eagles upset Wisconsin And Wisconsin. You'll hear it first with us. We'll be the guys that look right. like geniuses right. when that happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That's like a 19 point spread. Don't, don't, I, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'll give you those points all day long. All right. So then, so then what are the, the real, and let's wrap it up here with Jeremy Harper uh, from Funbel uh, fun bell PC fun bell podcast, uh, a state fan rules. So where are we with this? Because as, as you mentioned, you know, unless, you know, the, actually the worst that South Alabama does, and I don't think they have played well, the more likely K Womack sticks around. John Summerall's probably not going anywhere. G.J. Kinney just got here. Mike Desimo isn't going anywhere. Will Hall has Southern Miss uh, heading in the right direction. Uh, and so, you know, this division isn't going to get any easier, although it might turn over a little bit uh, because all of South Alabama is going to leave, you know, just all the guys who came back this year. So many of them did. Uh, you're going to have some, you know, you're going to have an experienced quarterback with Southern Miss, Billy Wilds coming back. You know, sure. so where are we here with, you know Arkansas State. When do when does the really good recruiting end up taking effect? Because it's one thing, you know, getting blown out by Oklahoma. Okay, it's another thing to get roasted at home by Memphis. That's that's not great.
1: Yeah, and if you watch that game, it was a cringe from start to finish. Here's the thing: if 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 things don't work out this year, if you you barely beat Stony Brook, or God forbid, you lose Stony Brook. Oh. You only beat ULM again in in conference. I don't think it's Butch Jones that gets fired. You know what I've noticed that happens mostly in college football. It's the it's the staff that's thrown under the bus. That's sort of a sacrifice. Somebody's gonna go. Uh, I don't like to say who because I I hate to be that guy. But there'll be somebody who gets thrown under that bus. Somebody will be be brought in to take that over. And things should start working out next year. I hate being the next year guy too, but if it's not working out next year, I think what you'll end up seeing is, okay, Jones had the great recruiting classes. Now we need to have some guy come in and bring this train home. So, you know, that might be it. You
0: know, so. He could end up having three great recruiting classes and then he doesn't get to coach them. (laughs) <laughs> no, no. he'll be on the couch going those are my guys no, <laughs> but, no, no. Uh, yeah so he, I, you know he's Jeremy know, Harper part of the uh, Fun Belt PC tell people about the uh, Fun Belt PC uh,
1: yeah you can uh, catch us well first of all you can find us on X formerly known as Twitter on Fun Belt PC uh, you can find the, the podcast Fun Belt PC on any place that you look for uh, podcast. Uh, also check uh, my site at howraiser.com if you're really interested in what's happening with the Red Wolves and with the Sun Belt. We discuss it. So, thanks, Dave.
0: Jeremy Harper locked on Sun Belt, your team every day. Really appreciate your time, Jeremy. Good luck against you know, here's the thing I'm a SUNY grad, so that's SUNY Stony Brook. So, <laughs> I'm not oh, a Stony Brook no. grad, but it is SUNY. So, good, good luck okay. against those tough SUNY teams. Uh, Thank you very much. We need all the good luck we can get.